Hey, and welcome to uh, St. Holt's Sports Talk Show. That's what we're going to call it for now, just for lack of a better name at the moment. Um, Got a lot planned on this show today. Um, I want to get to uh, NFL predictions, just predict uh, who's going to win each game this week. No over and unders, anything like that. Just uh, generic stuff. Um, NFL fantasy predictions, uh, just my best guess of who's going to go off and who you're going to want to sit on the bench this week. Uh, NBA awards, uh, just some awards I've thrown together. Uh, some of them you'll probably get a kick out of and other ones more serious. Uh, just my thoughts on that. And then uh, NBA preseason rankings, uh, probably my favorite thing to get to because I'm a huge NBA junkie. So I will probably save that for last and really looking forward to that. Okay, so I'm going to start off with some NFL predictions. A lot of good games this week. Um, a lot of crappy teams are playing each other too, so try to stay away from those games. Um, I'll start off with Broncos and Jets. I think the Jets are going to win this one just because I think Sam Darnold is going to have a much better week than he had last week. Um, I don't think he's going to get everything he wants, but then again, the Broncos' defense isn't near as good as it used to be, so he's probably going to get some good looks. So I'm going with the Jets in that one. Um, Packers-Lions, uh, this one kind of hurts me because I'm a Lions fan, but I'm going to have to go with the Packers just because I think their offense is a lot better than the Lions. I don't think they're clicking like they should, but the Lions are just that bad uh, offensively and defensively. And they usually tend to go on runs in the fourth quarter, but I don't think it's going to be enough to beat this Packers team. So I'm going with the Packers in that one. Uh, Giants and Panthers, uh, I'm going to have to go with the the Panthers. Um, I just think the Giants' offense is terrible. Um, they have a new offensive coordinator. And uh, I, just, I think Eli's washed up, and I don't think Odell's clicking at all. You saw him throw the tantrums last week, and... I just think it's tantrum Odell again, and uh, I'm not going to side with that. So I'm going Panthers. Um, Titans-Bills, obviously the Titans, uh, just because the Bills are that awful offensively again. There's a lot of bad offensive teams this year, and I think the Bills are just one of them. Uh, Josh Allen really isn't that good. He showed a glimpse in one game, but they were all rushing touchdowns, so let's not uh, hang our hats high on him this year. Uh, Falcons and Steelers, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Uh, the Steelers' defense is not terrible, but pretty bad. I mean, when you have Joe Hayden as one of your best corners, you're not a good football team. Uh, the dude is not that great anymore. He's pretty washed up. And I think that Matt Ryan is really finding a lot of good receivers to throw to. Uh, Calvin Ridley emerging, that's going to be huge because he doesn't have to force the ball down Julio's throat every fucking play. Um, so I'm going to have to go with the Falcons in that, and I think Matt Ryan's is going to go off. Uh, Ravens and Browns, I'm going with the Browns um, just because I think they're clicking. I think Baker, Baker's swagging out, so I'm going to go with the Browns in that one, even though the Ravens' defense is pretty good. Um, Dolphins-Bengals, I'm going with the Bengals because Andy Dalton is looking looking like the Andy Dalton that Bengals fans wanted him to be. Um, and... He's got A.J. Green. He's got a bunch of other weapons around him. I'm not sure if Joe Mixick comes back this week or not, but either way, I think the Bengals are going to win that. Jaguars-Chiefs. I'm going to have to go with the Jaguars. The Chiefs' offense looks good right now, but 
I think Patrick Mahomes is going to, I don't know, I think he's going to come back down to earth. Um, a lot of ESPN analysts seem to think so too. Um, and I just have to agree with them because I don't, I don't think he's going to keep up this playoff season. Um, so I'm going with the Jaguars and defense wins games and they've got one of the best defense, if not the best. Raiders, Chargers, I'm going with the Chargers. The Raiders are terrible right now. They got rid of Cleo Mack and everything else fall, fell apart. So I'm going with the Chargers. I think Phil Rivers is going to have a great game. Um, he's one of the best passers in the league right now. Even though you don't hear much about him, he's he's very consistent, and I think the Chargers are just going to win with consistency. Um, Vikings, Eagles, I'm going to have to go with the Vikings. I think they're going to bounce back. They've had a couple bad games now. And I just think that everything's going to click this week. It's going to be one of those weeks for them, and I think they're going to win. Eagles also don't look as good. They lose LeGarrette Blunt. They lost a couple other guys, and I just, I don't know. I don't know how good they are. So we're going to go ahead and go with the Vikings. Rams and Seahawks, I'm going with the Rams um, just because their offense and defense are both there. Uh, they haven't lost a game yet, and I don't think it's going to change this weekend. Uh, Cardinals and 49ers. Uh, I'm going with 49ers just because the Cardinals suck ass. Uh, that's really all I have to say about this game. I think any game any game you play against the Cardinals, you're going to win. Uh, they're very, 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 very bad. Um, so 49ers in this one, even without Garoppolo. Uh, Cowboys and Texans. I'm going with the Cowboys because they showed signs that they can actually run the ball last week. Um, even though it was against the Lions, I think. I don't know. I just think that Zeke is going to keep finding touches, and I think he's going to keep keep delivering. Redskins, Saints. I'm going with the Saints. Um, I just think they're a better all-around team. Drew Brees had a bad week last week, but I think he's going to bounce back. Um, I'm all about bounce backs this week, and I think Drew Brees is one of the quarterbacks that always has them. So I think he's going to go off this weekend, and I think that the Saints are going to demolish the Redskins, in all honesty. Um, the, those are all my NFL predictions. Again, didn't give the over and unders, and I'm not going to predict any scores because I'm not not near that point yet so I'm not nearly good enough to predict scores but uh, NFL fantasy predictions uh, <clears throat> these again are kinda of raw not too sure on some of these but uh, I think the best quarterback this week it's between Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan and I think even though Matt Ryan is going against Pittsburgh and they're not very good defensively I really, 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 really like Phillip Rivers against Oakland. Uh, they have no pass rushers, as John Gruden said, and I don't think they're gonna. They're not gonna pressure him at all. And uh, Phillip Rivers is just too good to not make throws when he's not pressured, if that makes sense. So if you if you can't get to him and you can't put the heat on him, then he's just gonna pass all over you all day long. And that's what the Chargers really try to do. They don't really run the ball very much. They try to pass and air it out. And I think Philip Rivers is going to have about 33.5 fantasy points, if not more. Um, he's pretty much a lock, I would assume. Best running back this week, I think, is Todd Gurley. He goes against the Seattle Seahawks defense, and they're not nearly as good as they used to be. Um, they lost Earl Thomas. Obviously, no more Richard Sherman. They're just, mm, they're not good, I don't think. Um, 
So I'm going with Todd Gurley, and I think he has, I think he's going to have about 30 plus at least, um, especially in PPR leagues, because I think he's going to get a lot of catches out of the backfield. So 30 plus for Todd Gurley. Best wide receiver, Michael Thomas. Uh, he's going against the Redskins defense, and even though they have a couple good corners, um, I think he's just gonna. I think he's gonna eat this week, because um, again, I said Drew Brees is gonna bounce back, and uh, that also means good things for Michael Thomas, because he's his number one guy. So I think he's gonna have 35 plus, especially in PPR leagues. Like I said, uh, best tight end, Travis Kelsey. Um, I honestly think that he's one of the only tight ends in fantasy that really ever is consistent and that really ever can go off, um, and I think he's going to go off. I don't think he's going to get very many touchdowns. I think he might not even get a touchdown, but I think, especially in PPR leagues, um, he's going to get a lot of catches, I think, because I think Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be able to throw Tyreek Hill because Ramsey will be all over him, Jalen Ramsey, um, and I... I just think that Mahomes isn't going to have a lot of options, so I think it's going to be either run the ball or do a lot of short short throws, and I think Kelsey is going to be a huge target, and I think he's going to get a lot of catches. Uh, best defense, I think, is the 49ers defense, just because they're playing the Cardinals. Uh, no other reason, really. Um, I just really think the Cardinals' offense is that bad that pretty much any defense that goes against them is going to have success. Um, they've only scored 37 points this year in four games, um, so that's just piss awful. That's terrible. Um, every other team in the league has at least at least 70. Most of them have over 100. The Browns' offense has like 109 points, I think it was. So if the Browns' offense can score that much, um, I just I just think the Cardinals are terrible. Honestly, in all honesty, they're fucking awful. Um, Ten players to watch. Uh, this week, Matt Ryan, like I said before, he's going to go off. Alvin Kamara always goes off. He's the most consistent fantasy option. If you don't start him, you're an idiot because it's plain as day. You start him every single week. He's so consistent. Uh, Adam Thielen, um, I think he's he hasn't really done much for a couple weeks, um, but I think he's going to go off this week uh, against uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Zeke, I think Zeke, uh, running back for the Cowboys, if you don't go by his nickname, um, I think he's going to eat. Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt. Um, Jarvis, just because I think Baker's going to do good. Baker's also on this list for top ten players to watch. So Baker and Jarvis for the Browns. I think they're going to have a lot of good connections this week. Kareem, just because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be flustered. Like I said, it's going to be short throws, which probably will get Kareem involved or run. I don't think it's going to be a lot of deep balls like he's been throwing. Uh, Juju Smith is another player to watch. Uh, Antonio Brown's been getting kind of limited. Um, I think a lot of teams are just going to D up on him and focus on him, and that that leaves a lot of opportunities for Juju Smith, and he's one of those guys that likes to eat and opportunities he's given. Uh, Adrian Peterson, I think, will also go off. Uh, he's playing New Orleans, his former team, and I just think that I think that he's going to, He's going to get a couple this weekend, a couple touchdowns. Uh, David Njoku, this is another one that, eh, I'm kind of iffy on this. It's probably the iffiest one out of all of them. But I think that, I think Baker and him are finally going to find their rhythm. And I think that he's going to, he's going to get 10 plus at least this week. Uh, 10 players to bench, uh, going opposite of the 10 players to watch. 
Um, LaShawn McCoy, uh, he's just been awful this season. Uh, I have him on my fantasy team, sadly, and he's just terrible. Um, I think that whole scandal really got to him or something, or just not, not having a better quarterback, lack of a good quarterback also might have got to him. But either way, LaShawn McCoy, you're going to want to bench uh, until he gives you a reason to prove otherwise. Uh, Patrick Mahomes bench just because he's going up against the best defense in the league, and he's really not that experienced, and I don't think he's going to have a good week. Probably still count on him for 10-plus, but he's not going to have 40-plus games like he's been having. Odell Beckham, just because, again, the, the Giants offense just isn't, isn't doing good right now, and uh, he's just tantrum Odell. Um, now these, I have three, three players to bench that kind of go together. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson, and just any player from the Cardinals offense, you're going to want to bench. Um, they're not, they're not going to have a good fantasy year. They're not going to have a good week. So just bench them from here on out. Uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, running back for the Dolphins. Um, I think, I don't think he's going to have a good week. Um, just because they're going against a defense that is really good at stopping the rush, and I just I think the Bengals are also clicking on all cylinders right now, and I think they're going to be able to limit him to a few touches, and he's not going to get very much. Uh, Golden Tate, um, Lions are going against the Packers, and um, I just I feel like most of Stafford's throws are going to be to Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, his taller receivers, because um, the the Green Bay Packers have a ton of DBs who are bigger, uh, taller, and I think that I just don't think tiny, tiny Golden Tate is going to be able to get very much, and if he does, it's going to be over the middle, and I would not bet on Golden Tate over the middle very much. I don't think that's what they're going to look for. Uh, Tyreek Hill bench just because I don't think he's getting past Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is one of the best corners in the game, and... If he says he's going to lock you down in all odds, he's going to lock you down. And I don't think Tyreek is really that great of a receiver. In all honesty, I don't really want to get into it in my personal views, but I just think he's more of what Jalen said, more of a return guy, deep ball kind of guy, and Patrick Mahomes isn't going to get a lot of deep balls. So. Uh, Demarius Thomas also benched just because the Broncos' offense is no good. Um, I honestly couldn't even tell you who their quarterback is. I think it's Case Keenum. But I'm not sure, but either way, I don't think the Broncos are very good offensively, just like I said, and I don't think Damaris Thomas is that good receiver anymore. He's not going to get you very many points. Um, he's consistent for six points a week, but that's nothing. So Those are all my fantasy picks. Um, let's see. NBA awards, okay. Uh, the NBA's worst team this year, I think, is going to be the Nets. Um, they have really nothing going for them. They traded away pretty much any signs of picks they would have in the upcoming years. Um, they tried to go all in and win a chip, and they didn't even get close. Um, they just ruined their future. Uh, their jerseys suck ass, and they're the NBA's worst team, and I think they will be again this year. Um... They have D'Angelo Russell, but he's not—he's not really one of those guys that is focused on winning. In my my experience with him, I think he's just there to get points. He's there to get his money, 
And even if he was focused on winning, the Nets don't have the talent around him to even come close. Uh, the biggest shit show of a team. This is not the same award um, as the NBA's worst team. Biggest shit show, um, in my eyes, is this award is pretty much for any NBA team that is going to have a lot of drama, is going to be in the news for the wrong reasons. Also, they're not going to win a lot of games. Um, it's just a team that everything seems to fall apart. Um, guys are bickering at each other on the court. It's just a bad environment. And I think that's going to be the Knicks. Even with David Fisdale as the coach, um, I don't think the Knicks are, Knicks are going to do any good. Um, you saw last year, they're in the news nonstop. They haven't been good for God knows how long. And just pray. I pray for the Knicks, honestly. If you're a Knicks fan, I'm sorry, but you've got a, you've got a while ahead of you until they're any good. Kevin Knox is going to be pretty good, but and Porzingis is definitely amazing, but they just don't have the guys right now, and it's going to take a few years to rebuild. And on the way there, I just think that it's just going to be bad news for the Knicks. The bad news, Knicks. Um, Here's where I get into the actual awards. Um, the MVP this year is going to be LeBron. Um, whether or not he actually gets the award, he's pretty much M every MVP of every season since 2003. Um, he's just that good every year. He puts, put up a ridiculous amount of stats last year, but I don't know. I guess James Harden just had to win it. Um, but the MVP should be LeBron. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't, and if it's not, it's just because they're trying to spread out the award and give it to people who haven't won as much, just like um, a lot of, just like a soccer team would do or any sports team would do nowadays, just everybody gets a participation award. Um, the most improved player, I think, is going to be Jason Tatum. Um, this is not bias, even though I'm a Celtics fan. I think Jason Tatum is going to be the most improved just because last year you saw what he did. And I think this year they're going to, Brad Stevens is going to give him a lot more roles with the team. And even though Gordon Hayward is going to come back, I think the Celtics offense is just going to click nonstop. Um, I think it's going to be fun to watch. And I think that he's going to try to post up Jason Tatum down low more. I think he's going to try to get him more threes. He's going to be inside and outside. I don't think he's going to be much of a mid-range guy but I think he's gonna get a lot of good looks a lot of high percentage looks and I think he's gonna really come through and his, I think his defense has gotten better um so the defensive player of the year I think is Anthony Davis or DeAndre Jordan uh Anthony Davis is a lock every year so you can count him in the mix but I like DeAndre Jordan and pretty much just because he's on the Mavericks that's a huge reason I think he's gonna be He's going to be one of their rim protectors, and they don't really have very many. Um, so I think that he's just going to he's gonna swallow up boards just like he always does. But I think this year he's kind of a one-man wrecking crew down at the paint, and I think he's going to really show. Uh, rookie of the year, I have DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Luka Doncic it was also on my list, but uh, I don't know. I think the Mavericks have too many weapons. They have a good amount of weapons. Harrison Barnes, um, shoot. What's his face? Uh, crap. Can't remember his name. The point guard they just got from, uh, they just went there. Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith Jr. Jeez, I don't know why that blanked me. 
Um, but Dennis Smith Jr. is also there, and I think he's gonna he's gonna limit Luka Doncic's play, um, and also DeAndre Jordan, just like I said. Um, so I think he has too many weapons around him that I don't think he's gonna get his stats. Um, but I think DeAndre Ayton, kind of the same thing, honestly. He has a lot of weapons around him, but it's going to be easier for him to win because he's a center. Um, he's got Booker around him. He's got Josh Jackson. Um, he's got all these other weapons. All these other weapons, <clears throat> and I think that he's just going to get a lot of boards down low. Uh, he's got a lot of shooters around him. He's going to get a lot of boards, and if he can't put it back up, he's going to dish out, he's going to get assists, he's going to do everything down low, he's going to be a wrecking wrecking ball down low. I think DeAndre Ayton, uh, he gets my rookie of the year vote right away. Uh, coach of the year, I think, is Mark D'Antoni, just because he's got so many so many weapons. He's got Carmelo now, which, I mean, you can say what you want to say about Carmelo, but I still think he's good. Not as good as he was, but he's still good enough that he brings a little swagger and he brings a consistency scoring. Um, so they have Carmelo, they have Harden, they have CP3, Clint Capella, all these guys. And I just think that this year is the year for the Rockets. I think they could make a push to the uh, Western Conference Finals. I think they're going to probably get past LeBron. Um, and I, I just think, honestly, if... If Golden State doesn't have a good year, I think the Rockets are a lock for for the finals, honestly. So, Mark D'Antoni, Coach of the Year. Okay, my last segment is the NBA preseason rankings. Uh, probably my favorite part. Um, not a real exciting segment, but just, just probably one of my favorite uh, parts of the show. Um, the NBA preseason rankings uh, in the East uh, for the conference finals. I have the 76ers and the Celtics meeting up. Um, I just think those are two teams that they really stand out. They have a young core, but they have an experienced core for both of them. They've been to the playoffs a couple times, and I just think that that they're going to meet again this year. Uh, five teams bound for success. Uh, the Celtics, obviously, because they have a talent, talent-filled talent roster. The 76ers, uh, again, you can say the same thing for them. Um, ben Simmons is... Uh, I don't know. He's kind of a weird player, I'd say. He doesn't really do anything great. He's just kind of well-rounded and stuff like that. But I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, Embiid, obviously, all those guys. Fultz, Fultz increased his jump shot. I think that's going to be huge. Um, the Celtics, the 76ers, uh, the Raptors are also bound for success. Uh, even though they got rid of DeRozan, sure, their fan base is pissed off. But, I mean, Kawhi is definitely an upgrade from DeRozan. If you don't see that, then you're blind. And I think he's going to fit that system very nicely. Uh, Pacers, just because Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner, um, they lead that team. And I think the Pacers have enough role. They, they just play well. They don't have anybody that's really captivates your mind. They just play well together. They play good basketball. And I think they're just going to have a good year. Um, Probably not that impressive of a record, but then again, they're in the East, and I think they're just going to really do good. Probably a lot of stretches, uh, hot and cold stretches. But uh, The Heat, I think the Heat are also going to do good. Um, <clears throat> Dwayne Wade showed signs, signs that he's not going to stop. Um, I think he's he's going to have a good year, a breakout year. Um, 
nothing like old vintage D Wade, but something to show us that he's still got a little bit in the tank. Uh, so Dwayne Wade and the Heat will will be bound for success. Um, my overachiever in the Eastern Conference is the Pistons. Uh, this might sound crazy, but I think last year they only had Blake Griffin for not even half a season. Um, and they played well when they had him. And I think they have enough young guys that hopefully now have a little bit of experience under their belt. And I think the Pistons are just going to make a push this year and possibly be a playoff team. Um, actually, I think they will. I think they'll probably be like a sixth seed, in my my opinion. Uh, the underachiever I have this year is the Bucks. Um, they lost a couple a couple guys this year. Um, and I just think that they're not going to be as good. It's going to be the Giannis show, or the, not the Giannis, the Giannis show. Um, and I think that they're just going to, they're going to put all the pieces together, um, but it's not going to be enough because they just don't have enough pieces. Um, they don't have enough guys that can really do anything. Bledsoe's not very good. Um, he's not the kind of guy that's going to lead your team. Uh, he's the kind of guy that's going to get his and get out. Um, so the Bucks are the underachiever for the Eastern Conference. Uh, West, uh, in the Conference Finals, the Warriors and the Rockets, I don't think that the Lakers are going to make a push. Uh, talk about L.A. Braun all you want, but at the end of the day, there's no guys on that roster that have any playoff experience. Verjan um, Rondo, I guess, a couple of the older guys. But I just I don't think it's going to cut it. Um, not against the Rockets, not against the Warriors. Um, there's no way that team beats the Warriors. Um, I just don't see it happening. Uh, they can the Warriors can now with the addition of Demarcus Cousins they can body the Lakers in every position. They beat them out every position except for small forward, obviously. Um, but I think. The Lakers just aren't going to make a push, and it's going to be the Warriors and the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, five teams bound for success in the Western Conference. Uh, the Warriors, Lakers, Rockets, Pelicans, and Nuggets. Uh, the Warriors, just because, obviously, don't have to explain that. Lakers, um, don't really have to explain that either. I think they're bound for success. Maybe not the ultimate success just yet, but they're definitely going to get there. Uh, they're going to get theirs, and they're going to have fun doing it. Uh, the Rockets, I think, are a team possibly good enough to win the finals. Um, if they can get there is the, the big question. Um, the R Warriors will be their biggest test, I think. But they have enough weapons now that they can definitely get in. Uh, the Pelicans, uh, this is just a team that's just knit and grit all the way. Um, again, just pretty much Anthony Davis' team. Uh, but you got guys like Drew Holiday, uh, E.J. Moore. You got all kinds of guys that they can just shoot and they can slash. They can rim protect. They can do pretty much everything, playmaking. Um, they're just a team that's got some spunk, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna have some good success, even losing Boogie Cousins. Uh, the Nuggets, they have enough uh, role role players that I think that they're going to do good this year. Uh, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Jokic, um, those guys just all play well, well together, and they've had enough years together that they know what they have to do, and I think they're going to get it done this year. Uh, the overachiever this year for the Western Conference, 
This might seem like a huge surprise, but I actually have the Spurs. And it has nothing to do with their players. Um, they lost Kawhi. Ginobili retired. But it has everything to do with their coach. And Popovich is just one of a kind. Uh, he's a craftsman. And I think that he's just going to work this team um, right up to the playoffs. I think they're a playoff team um, with him coaching. Um so I have the Spurs as an overachiever. And by overachieve, I don't mean 82 wins. I don't mean 75-win season. I mean a team that you didn't think was going to make the playoffs, you didn't think they are going to do good, and then they show up, and they do. Um, doesn't have to be a, in hot fashion. Uh, they could be a 7 seed. They could even be an 8 seed. But I think they're going to overachieve what our expectations of them are. And the underachiever I have is the Trailblazers. Um... They have Lillard and they have McCollum, but uh, I don't think they have really anything else on their roster that's that exciting except for guards, and those two are the huge part of their offense, and they just haven't been able to get it done, and I don't think they're going to until they can find a big man who can just absolutely control the game, and they don't have that. So, so that is it. That is the show this week. Um, got a little bit of NFL in, got a little bit of NBA in, I don't talk about MLB, I'm just not huge into it anymore, um, so if you want an MLB recap or whatever, you can find another podcast, because I'm not going to do that, but, um, I mean, I, I can talk about the games, but I have no idea what I'm really talking about, so, um, but that's the show this week, um, I'm planning on doing, uh, maybe some college football stuff, uh, I don't know when, but sometime this week. Uh, just discuss all the games this weekend and predict maybe the games next weekend. Um, a lot happened in college football this weekend. It was it's pretty nuts. A lot of top. I think it was like five, five out of the top fifteen teams lost, and most of them suffered their first loss. I think all of them actually did. So there's a lot that shaked up. I think like three top ten teams lost. It's just crazy. So as an Ohio State fan, obviously I'm happy because we're going to have an easy road now. But I don't know. We'll have to see how it all plays out. Um, I just know you guys should do it with my podcast. Uh, Follow this all the way, and we'll ride the storm together, baby. So that's all I got to say. Uh, Thanks for listening if you did. If you didn't listen, um... Well, I don't know. There's a special place in hell for you. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, thanks for all the love. See ya.